into our first mystery fifth hour of 2022. The guys are all here. We're in our Double Down Media podcast studios today to talk to you about some of life's biggest and most interesting questions, as we always do on the Mystery Fifth Hour. And this one is being brought to you by the great folks at Mortgage Right. Yes, Dunaway, put your home equity to work with a cash-out refinance. You can consolidate debt, maybe fix that rotting deck, or do what you need to do to get your financial house in order. Mortgage Right's team of experts eager to offer tips, tools, and guidance to give your finances a boost. For more information, visit MortgageRight.com. Slash TNR. Brown, if you could sum up for everybody exactly what is the Mystery Fifth Hour. How do we get the name and why do we do it like this? Why, um, why are we not talking sports here? So uh, the Mystery Fifth Hour goes way, way, way back uh, to when we were doing four-hour shows, like just earlier today. And people would always, you know, want more. And we would joke about guests that were coming up at the Mystery Fifth Hour. We'd say things like, uh, you know, uh, President Barack Obama, Tiger Woods, and uh, Steve Irwin. Crocodile Hunter coming up in the Mystery Fifth Hour. And people literally took us serious and like, where can I find this? I'd love to hear you guys interview Tiger Woods. Uh, so we just decided to call this the Mystery Fifth Hour. It's a little bit extra. And it's generally the stuff that we get into that people love that is non-sports. People love it when we do that. Uh, that's what this show is entirely about. We try to not even mention sports in this one. Which is where we start. LT asked the question today, a movie you walked out of and what you re- remember about that movie, you know, for me, LT, it was the first time I saw Jaws. You I walked was, out? I was That's a kid. A classic I was masterpiece. A, I was a kid, and I was scared to death of sharks, and I remember it. Why'd you go see the movie then? <laughs> I don't yeah, yeah, I heard heard the even know what a shark was at that point, because I think that was most people's. That was 1975. 75, 76, I, That was there, most yeah. people's introduction to sharks. Like, I don't think anybody <laughs> really knew. Nobody knew what sharks were well, before they knew then? what a shark was, but I don't think people had the fear of sharks until yeah. that film. So I'm eight or nine. My parents are barely older than me. So we go, it's near, it was near Eastwood Mall. No, they had me when they were teenagers. They had me when they were teenagers. So they're still basically dating. And so they've dragged their little towhead kid out with them to go watch Jaws. And it was near Eastwood Mall. There used to be a theater up on top of a hill. And I remember my mom and I walked out because it was frightening to me. Would you sit between the parents? Um, I don't remember that, but I remember all I remember is walking out and it was I think it was July 3rd, their anniversary and fireworks were going off while we were outside at night. I remember some people shooting, not the fireworks show, but some you're asking me what I remember about walking this out is, of this. I mean, this, this, makes is, sense. So this is why you don't swim. You uh, can't swim. I not because swim. Of yeah. I mean, we my my grandparents family were down from Pritchard. So we'd go down to. Dolphin Island in Mobile, and I was not a good swimmer, but I was in the ocean. And then when we'd start going back to the ocean after seeing the first few scenes of Jaws, I would never go out anywhere close to past my knees and still don't get way out there. I'm not a sandbar guy. All because of Jaws, mid-70s, walked out. That's what I remember. Have you watched it since? I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. Wow. So Jaws is one of those films I'll watch at least once a year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's in my top 10. I think it's incredible. I've probably seen it. I'm not exaggerating over 50 times. But you, watch, you think you've seen it that many times? Yes. Wow. You, you watch a lot of disturbing stuff at a very young age. You did, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, so yeah. when and did you see Jaws for the first that's time? That's why huh? I'm up. I mean, yeah. really. I mean, <laughs> I mean tr- truthfully. I'm, it really is. I mean, I think me seeing the, the Omen, the Omen when I was like four or five, seeing The Exorcist, seeing The Shining, I saw Jaws when I was three. When you were three? Yeah. I see. I was eight. And Did you it, see Fireworks too? 
I don't remember seeing Mario. I saw a lot of blood in the water. I'll yeah. tell you, the one I saw was a really disturbing movie that was about 20 years after. So Quentin Tarantino had just become really more of a writer than director. He had directed Reservoir Dogs, and I'd seen that. And I guess Pulp Fiction was about to come out, but he wrote a script called Natural Born Killers. Oof. And Oliver Stone did it. And I loved Wall Street. I liked Platoon. And so I was really excited. I was in school. And uh, Bethany, ex-wife, had come down, and I was really excited on a Friday night to go opening night to see this movie. It had a great cast. Woody Harrelson, Juliette Lewis, Lewis. Oh, Robert yeah. Downey Jr. Yeah, Tom Sizemore. Uh, um, 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 I've never Tommy seen the Lee whole, Jones. Never seen the whole Tommy thing. Tommy Lee Jones is in that? Yeah. So I get into it, and it's, it's about a couple that falls in love, and they go on this killing rampage. Well... You know, that's one aspect to it, but it's also got a psychedelic aspect. It to really it. does. Yeah. yeah, that's what pops out to, in my mind. It's oh, black man. and white. There's a scene yeah. in the desert. Oh, the whole thing's in black and white? A lot of it's with, black and white. There's a lot of black and white, but there's also psychedelic scenes in the desert with scorpions. And it was just the weirdest thing. I couldn't grasp it. And I told her, I was like, we got to get the hell out of here. And this is about not even halfway through it. I couldn't do it. Yeah. It wasn't the violence. Was it the motion? Because you get motion sick. It wasn't was the, the motion. motion. Yeah, I've walked out of a lot of movies yeah, yeah. just getting sick, and I've gone back and I've watched these movies again on a smaller screen or in the back of the theater. But Natural Born Killers to me, and I've always thought about going back and watching it, it just didn't do it for me because I like some Oliver Stone work. I love Tarantino, and I know some of you guys don't like Tarantino stuff. I like his writing. Uh, he doesn't even take credit for this film anymore because something happened um, he got stripped of the copyrights. I forgot I thought, exactly I what Woody happened. Woody Harrelson's uh, performance was highly acclaimed, though. Did he not get... Well, like, because it was so... Because this is 1994, and remember, he was... When, when did he Cheers... He was Woody on Cheers at the time. When did Cheers that end? in probably 93? 92, 93. So he was like this all-American... You yeah, know, right. so he Just goes this, from the yeah. dumb, uh, you know, jock bartender to a guy that Named shaved Woody. his head. Yeah, he, Woody. we're not even going to change your name. But he shaved his head. He was on a killing spree with Juliette Lewis. But yeah. anyway, the movie to me was garbage. I walked out... I remember I was in Tuscaloosa, and I absolutely hated it. Looking back now, is the black and white scenes when they're thinking of evil thoughts, the evil side of them? Is, is that what I can't remember, on? honestly. Yeah, I can't recall. Yeah. I can't remember. You know, one of the best you know movies like that that I've ever seen is American History X when it's black and white yes. until they realize that the world is not in black and white, that it's What, it's really what movie color. was it that was uh, Billy Bob Thornton and Halle Berry? Monster. Monsters Ball. Monsters yeah. Ball. I, I think I rented that. sex scene, by the way. I think I rented yeah. that in uh, Redbox. Make me Box. feel good. You're going to make me feel good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I rented that in, uh, was it Redbox? Was yes. that the one where you get the movie from? And this is back when you had DVD players. And I, act, I moved my DVD player, and for some reason, the HDMI cable barely came out. So the movie was in black and white. Oh. On my screen, and I was like, "How artistic!" I was yeah. like, "Why did they do this <laughs> that whole movie?" Like, with those two is very nice. I know, and I, I mentioned it. Like, I think I don't remember what year that was. I don't know if we were all working at the time, but I remember saying, "You know, I like the movie. Okay, I just don't know why they did it black and white." They're like, "The movie wasn't black and white." I, I, thought, like, I thought it was overrated. It was. Yeah, I didn't think it was a great movie. Then we thought you should have paid your cable bill, so you could have got it in <laughs> That's color. That's right. It was all wavy lines too. Mine was that one of the reasons I do not ever go see comedies in the movie theater. Because it's so hard to make a comedy. Uh, do you guys remember this movie, Be Kind, Rewind? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yep. don't remember that. Jack Black. It's yep. him, and I can't remember who else. Uh, but they have somehow, they go to a blockbuster, and all the videotapes, VHS, are erased. So they have to reenact famous films and, and cheaply to make them think like people are renting the movies. And it was like, that's a cool concept. Walked right out. Couldn't wow. do it. It was awful. And then I walked out of The Rainmaker with uh, Danny DeVito, Claire Danes, and is it Chris O'Donnell? 
Who was O'Donnell? Yeah, so John Wallman. Grisham. Yeah, it was John Grisham. Yeah. I walked out. I was at the Carmike, and I was like, I'm going to work here in a couple of years because that's where I was. I ended up working there, but I walked out of it probably 30 minutes in. I was like, I couldn't do it. Why? 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 That I don't one? know. I, just, my, I was probably 16 or 17. I was yeah. by myself, and I just walked out of the Rainmaker. See, I, I like that one. I mean, I always like good With fighting. All those evil. movies: The Time to Kill, Great, The Firm, Great, The Client. I did not eh. like uh, which one was the one about the uh, gun industry, John Cusack. Uh, uh, runway jury. Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't crazy about it. I thought that. it was okay. And then the yeah. Pelican Brief with Denzel I like Pelican and Julia Brief. Roberts. Yeah. But yeah, I just, the one I hated was Rainmaker. The I never saw the was chamber. probably the best. I mean, yeah. it's probably yeah. his coup de yeah. grace was no. the first one. A Time to Kill was the best. A Time to Kill was really good, too. That's the best. I like the firm better, but it's, A Time, time to, to Kill was good. The sweaty one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody's yeah. sweat. Sweatiest movie ever. Pelican Brief, my least favorite of all. Really? You like that? I like Pelican Brief. Mine was Toys. Do you guys remember the early 90s? Robin uh, Williams? Robin Williams movie. (laughs) So Robin Williams was on a comedy terror then. Like everything he did was really, really good. And I remember my wife and I were dating at the time. And we went to Plaza Cinemas in Anniston to watch Toys. And you expected it to just be this gut butt, you know, gut busting laughter, whatever movie. And it was just this real artsy film. And it was awful. I looked it up. We got 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty bad, right? I just remember the yeah. cover he had a hat on, yep. and they had a square out of the hat that said, saw the sky. So it was like his part of his hat was missing. Yeah. I just remember that was the poster. And I remember movie. looking at my girlfriend at the time. I'm like, I can't sit there anymore. It was two hours long. Well, he too. was truly hit or miss in he his was. films. Death it to Smoochie? Never this, saw it. This was a miss. This is a bad miss. Toys. I think. I haven't 90, seen that one either. I'd guess 92, 93, somewhere around there. Well, a good one that didn't get good reviews, but Tim... Jack, where he plays a little kid, where he's like yeah. he can't age. He's he's a grown man, but he's a kid, and he plays up like. What you think about? Uh, what was the one where he's the doctor? Patch Adams. Patch Adams. Yeah. Do you like that? I, I still haven't seen that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I missed a lot one. of his movies. Yeah, I kind of like Patch Adams. Yeah. Was pretty good. Never flick. saw it. Some of those were pretty bad. Uh, his best role: Dead Poet good, Society. Good, well, Dead Poet Society, Goodwill Hunting, uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Those I are mean, all his serious roles. Yeah, you don't go into comedies. Miss Doubtfire. He was really good in this town. He really was good. Uh, Mystery Fifth Hour brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Right today. Great folks there if you're looking to refinance in 2022. Yeah, again, new year, new you, new opportunities. Make sure you check out our friends at Mortgage Right. If you're ready to start the new year with more cash in your pocket, then head on over to mortgageright.com slash TNR NMLS 2239 Equal Housing Lender. You know, when I think of Rockstar, I think of people who love people to give them life advice, right? You love people to walk up and say, yeah. Man, you know what? I've learned you know what this, you can do better. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. So we're going to, this is my cue. Yes. What popular piece of advice, life advice, do you disagree with? Um, how about don't make ex- assumptions? Like, I, 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 I think this case by case, I think we all make assumptions, right? right. I think you can get away with it a little bit. I mean, um, if I see a guy with a ski mask leaving a bank, I'm going to assume. Holding a gun? <laughs> I'm going to assume he's robbing a bank. <laughs> Makes an yeah. ass out of you and me. If I see somebody yelling at their server, I'm going to assume they're a dick. Yeah. I mean, yep. I just think it's really easy to make assumptions. I, I think it can be dangerous at times, but everybody says don't make assumptions. This is like a universal rule. I don't necessarily believe that because I think I've lived on this earth long enough that I can – judge book by its cover a lot of times i don't want to get too deep here but i would argue sometimes those aren't assumptions like there's enough evidence that's that what tells i'm saying that's the yeah. Case. yeah i'm not even really making an assumption i'm just following the evidence at yeah. that point well mine was that what brought the question up was 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 somebody tells you if you believe in it if you put enough effort into oh, it you mine. will achieve your dreams you will i'm i'm going to be the next brad pitt well if you work hard enough you're going to be the next brad pitt just anything's achievable and i, I, I think that kind of leads to disappointment and depression because there's that if somebody has a goal like that i want to be the first man to walk on mars 
Well, if you believe it done away and you work for it, you will be. No, it's funny you say that. I forgot who it was. It might have been Whoopi Goldberg. It was somebody that had won an Oscar. And they were like, I just want to tell you, if you truly believe and you want to be standing here on the yeah. stage and you want to win an Oscar, you can do it. And I was thinking to myself, no, no, yeah. really, you can't. <laughs> yeah, they only well, give like, out one a year. Yeah. Well, James yes. Earl Jones said the same thing. He's like, for, they, for a guy to be the voice of a generation and everything, for, for such a recognizable voice for a guy, a black man from Mississippi that had a stuttering problem. He's like, you can do it, too. He's like, well, no, you can't. That's yeah. not, not everybody's I don't got have your a voice, voice like yeah. that. Yeah. That's just yeah. not realistic. So mine was 93, the, by the way. James Earl Jones still alive, go. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 like Graham. Uh, he hasn't done anything in a while, though, right? No. no. He's 93, which makes me think he's not of great health. I got confused, <laughs> though, because Ving Rhames and the Arby's commercial sounds yeah. a little yeah. like James yeah. Earl Jones. We got the meat. Jones. Yeah. Uh, mine is the same thing, Chase Your Dream. And here's why I say that, and you guys will all remember this. Uh, we had a long run of female interns, young female college interns, uh, when we were at Jocks. And I would say 90% of those female interns, if you said, what do you want to do in your life? I want to be Aaron Andrews. Every one of them. Every, and, and we would always say, hey, that's a great goal, but there are like five of those jobs in the world, and they're all filled right now. Yeah. And by the way, there's already an Aaron Andrews, so they're not going to hire you. That's right. They're not, yeah. not going to knock, yeah. hire, knock You're off the next Aaron me. Andrews. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, and by the way, this was like over a decade ago, and none of them have panned out. No, they and not, almost, and, they've almost went to the window because they're in their 30s now. And you know who's well, still working? Aaron yeah. Andrews. Yes. Well, some of them just did it for the grade. I yeah, just, yeah this, some of them did. Yeah, I just this did this was, for my grade. This was not every female intern we had, but it was a lot of them. Would yeah. always want to be Aaron Andrews. And every male intern would want to be on SportsCenter. And you would say, well, when do you want to be on SportsCenter? Oh, man, immediately. You're like, well, that's not really how it works. You know, and, and I'm like, but if you work hard and dream. That's right. Yeah. That's what you're supposed <laughs> you to it, tell them. You got to put in the work. You'll I'm trying to be right. honest with them. I'd be like, hey, you know, that's a great goal. You need a backup plan, too. You need something that'll work if that doesn't work. Yeah. Because there's like 10 of those jobs. I always tell the broadcasting students uh and their instructors love it when i tell them this major in something else other than broadcasting oh i tell them that all the time yeah because Get your minor in broadcasting yeah, yeah exactly or don't minor in it at all yeah. because you're going to be judged on your tape and your talent and if you major pre if you're pre-med pre-law you bring that to the table of a broadcast finance whatever that's something else you bring to a newsroom or to a show or, or to your career to have a foreign language or something like that. I always where, tell them marketing. Yeah. Do, do you get a marketing degree or a yeah. marketing minor. Any, yep. Anything else? A, it's a fallback plan that you didn't waste right. your life in college. Well, no, but I'm going to. I'm going to be uh, the next. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I don't need a backup. I'm going to be the can next. Listen to the old man, or yeah. you, you two, can believe yeah. that. Two for me, and both of them are going to be. People are going to disagree. One, you always hear, "Don't wake sleeping babies." Well, that I understand what people are talking about there, but if you let the baby sleep long enough eventually they're going to get their days and nights mixed up. So you literally need to wake sleeping babies sometimes. Yeah, but when they're sleeping quiet, it is hard. No, it's yeah, hard. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. They really can't sleep wait. that long? It's hard not to, but you can. I, ready, I, Rocky. I'm so excited. I have lived it, Rockstar. When they get their nights and days mixed up, oh, yeah. that's a tough time because you're wanting to sleep. And they're, they're wide not, awake. Yeah. Right. It can happen with dogs sometimes, too. If you just let them lay around, you don't walk them and stuff it like that. It can happen with adults, too. It can happen with adults, too. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, this is, this is totally wrong, and I don't recommend it for anyone else. But, you know, if, if I don't work until I die, I'm going to be in trouble. I'm not a saver, and I know life advice is always save, 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 invest, invest, invest. I am not that person because I am always of the belief that, you know, the asteroid can crash into the planet tomorrow. The aneurysm can happen tomorrow. And I'm of the belief you go live life today. You know, Jimmy you, Spender. Yeah, I'm a Jimmy Spender. I'm going to go live my life today. And at my age right now, honest to goodness, if you say, 
um, Jim, you got you got 24 more hours to live. I would tell you I have accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. Got just enough money to last me. If you guys buy me dinner tonight, I have made it to the end. No, I, I, my life has been everything I wanted it to be more than I ever dreamed it would be where I came from in Alabaster. And I've got no regrets. I mean, I think that is a great thing to be able to tell your wife and your kids is that, you know, I've, I've, I've checked every box in my life. And anything after this until the grave is gravy for me. So I've lived my life for the moment. And I think that is the advice. It's to live your life for the moment. If you can save along the way, you save along the way. Set yourself up for retirement. Set your kids up. That's all great. But don't miss out doing things in life to enjoy your life while you have the moment. Because eventually you're going to be old and unable to go and you know, tour Europe or do something that you've put off until later in life. You may never get that chance deep jim oh, mortgage really right is. mortgage wow. right hey yes. you make me want to go out and spend hey by the way you can get a, a second mortgage right now go get you some it? russian professionals or whatever you want to do that dunaway's never done um hey look our friends at mortgage right with a cash out refinance you can pay off your debt or make an important purchase by taking advantage of your home equity. Don't miss out on the chance to make your home work for you. Visit mortgageright.com slash TNR to make the most of this opportunity today. NMLS 2239, Equal Housing Lender. Um, for me, typical after what I just said, not a very deep topic for me. If you could take a movie or a television character and turn them into real life for you to date, who would it be? Who was that... Uh... To don't, date, don't, you mean to go out don't, with? Not don't to say uh, Sherilyn yeah. Finn and uh, boxing Helena. No, yeah. I was going to say that the uh, Tony uh, Soprano side chick that was borderline crazy. The one, oh, that, Gloria. Yeah, you'd want to date Gloria. Just, no, no. Uh, I would go one or two. I would go either Kelly Preston and Jerry Maguire. Right. Nice. Oh. She was down for whatever, yeah. but at the and same don't ever time, stop. yeah. She, at the same time, she was a little too. Um, I don't know. Set in her ways, maybe? She was. She demanding. She knew what she wanted. Yeah. Uh, she would have been fun, though, for a little bit. She would have been fun to date for a minute. But how about Mary and something about Mary? She seemed cool, right? She really did. Everybody she, wanted a piece it, of Mary. Man. Yeah. I mean, Brett I mean, everybody fell in love with Mary. She looked, that was Cameron Diaz, like in her prime. Right. Um, she liked sports. She didn't she get liked to have a cocktail. She didn't get upset when hair gel went awry. Got nope. her hair. She nope. did not. She just she she she, she rolled the punches. She there. really yep. did. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I like that. What about you, Rockstar? I'm having trouble. I, young me would want Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> she no, not, which, did you really for, have a crush on Jessica Rabbit? Oh yeah. For those that are just judging by the name, not an actual rabbit, an actual. Uh, who well, you, have you told that on the air? Or was that just at Odie's that you told that story? Oh, the squirrels. I think I, it was Odie's. I can tell the, uh, the squirrels. Yeah. So there's a Disney movie called Sword in the Stone. I remember. And there's a part where uh, Merlin <laughs> is trying to train, uh, what's his name, Suave, uh, how to be a magician and stuff like that so he turns them into squirrel uh squ chipmunks okay squirrels squirrels so they're on a tree and everything and the little boy is running around and this female chipmunk is batting eyes at him now i'm probably six seven years old uh -huh. watching this on our uh wood grain television on the floor the old, the old tube tv yeah. So I'm watching it, and the girl starts flirting with him, and she runs, and she starts rubbing up against him and batting her eyes at him. And he's like, Merlin, get her away from me. Get her away from me. And that's when I awoke. I had some activity. 
Oh, with wow. two, two, two squirrels? Well, female, you two. Yeah. female squirrel yeah. rubbing, uh, rubbing on the little magician That boy. was the first time. Yeah. But that's when I was like, something's going on. Abracadabra. I'm getting hot. So, so the, tent, the tent went yeah, up for the first time. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. hot. I don't know if it was a full tent, but like I felt yeah. changes. Right, like, right. So that, and I would fully admit that that was super odd, but yet that's yeah. when Jessica Rabbit was about that. a few yeah. years after that. We're like, oh, she's a female. Like She's a full-blown she, female. She's a... Animated film. Yeah, and she, yeah. I yeah. didn't watch heavy metal as a kid. <laughs> I didn't watch that too. That was later. And then Emmanuel traveling to space. I thought you said one time. I thought you said one time it was uh, the Robert Palmer. It was video. Robert Palmer addicted to love. Addicted to love. Yeah. Yeah. I was laying on the couch, and that's when the physical abnormality happened. Oh, okay, that's, that's when uh, yeah. blood was engorged. That's when Karen came in and said, "Why are you on your stomach, son? Don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine would be, I, I went back and forth between Kelly Kapowski. Or Lisa Turtle. I was more of a Lisa Turtle guy, but I think Kelly Kapowski. So no Jesse Spanos at all. Well, you know, later in life she took a she took a, she took a dark yeah. turn after yeah. the show. Uh, Kapowski, but, though, you you wouldn't wait until she was on nine hundred two one zero. You'd roll there. Of course, that's the I get her early before she's on. He liked that wild hair. Yeah. yeah, I think I was more of a Lisa Turtle guy, but Kelly Kapowski's personality I think was better. Well, you have to compete with Screech. That is true. I, I think I got Screech though. I think I don't got think you got to worry about Screech anymore. Yeah. No, you don't. No, no I think I'm good. Wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. I would have loved to go. What was her name on 90210? The Peach Pit. Oh. You're talking about Valerie, Tiffany Amber maybe? Yeah. Was it Valerie? Valerie. Never saw an episode. That's yeah. a good one. I would love to have gone with her. I, I wrote down Rachel from Friends because oh. there was something about Jennifer Aniston and Rachel. And, you know, for a person that likes sex as much as she does on that show... <laughs> I mean, she's did a, she like it a lot? I think like she did. Yeah, 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 absolutely. See, I wasn't a Friends guy, <laughs> she but I did. thought it was like a wholesome show. Uh, Friends I call it wholesome. Yeah. No, yeah. okay. I, but but she was pretty loyal. I mean, she was pretty faithful. Like she, well, she got upset at David Schwimmer for cheating on her. Yeah, but they were on a break. But well, that's oh, what he said. Yeah, but she was pretty loyal. She was. She never really cheated. Yeah, so. she seemed like a handful to deal with. She got that did. chick to shave her head bald. My, my other she wouldn't have liked what Mary got in the hair, though. <laughs> she, uh, she, she'd have been upset about yeah. that. Monica would have cleaned it up, though. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe would have written a song about it. <laughs> Phoebe was easily the stinky most... Stinky hair, stinky hair. <laughs> Phoebe was easily the most fun of the three, right? Well, the thing is... the. Yes, because she, she was, was the most fun. She, she had to be, right? Oh, well, yeah. She, and she had a twin, right? Then she had a twin. She did have a twin. She did. Yep. Who did porn. Yeah. In an episode. Shocker. Was well, this seriously? Is this yeah. one of the storylines? Yeah. Well, she was both characters, obviously, but oh, yeah, she had a twin. Yeah. And she had a brother who was played by Giovanni. Yeah, Rodriguez. that's actually a funny character, yeah. though. Yeah. Things I missed out of in the, 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 the best line he ever had was all right, so Lance, spoiler alert here. Uh, Lisa Kudrow is Giovanni Rubisi's sister, and his wife can't have a baby, so she agrees to be the surrogate. And she tells him she's pregnant. Giovanni Rubisi screams, my sister's having my baby. <laughs> but he's, she goes like, you're not having a baby. You're having three. You're having triplets. And he goes, oh, I finally got my band. <laughs> <laughs> such a funny character. But it brings up a great, uh, a great debate. All the friends, um, they, they were watching this porn video, and it's, it's – TV got stuck on it. They couldn't change yeah. the channel. And it it's, was, yeah. it's Phoebe. Don't you have to eat at that time? It's Phoebe on the tape. Yeah. Right? Phoebe's on the tape, but it's really the twin sister. But they Ursula. know Ursula, Ursula right? right? But they know yeah. that. And it's hard to believe we're explaining friends to Lance, who's never <laughs> watched the show. But <laughs> it'll it catch bring, on. I promise. brings up the debate. Do us as friends sit around and watch another friend uh, who's in ab- a porn? Absolutely not. Or yeah, I'm gonna pass. Yeah, that's a negative. Well, not I don't even think it's a debate. Yeah, if, if it was a female friend. Well, no, like um, 
Not a I mean, if it, was, if it was somebody like I didn't know necessarily, I can't name. I might names. take a look. Such a great <laughs> thought. No, that's what that's what they were debating on the show. Yeah. And they were all like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna watch." Yeah. And then Phoebe walks in on them watching Ursula. Ursula. Yeah, but that was <laughs> no. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> that was before Directv, right? It was before Directv. Yeah. My other one was Katniss uh, from Hunger Games, uh, but I think only because I like Jennifer Lawrence so much in real life. I'm that, not that a big character. Jennifer Lawrence fan. Really? No. Oh, I love her in real life. She's, she's a great actress. I'm just not a big fan. She's the best, not even at acting, at the late night talk shows mm-hmm. and those interview shows. She's really good at that. I really like Jennifer Lawrence I thought Donnelly was going to say Shiv. Shiv, huh? Shiv? Shiv is this generation's <laughs> Steffi Graf. She's going to eat off your plate. <laughs> <laughs> She'd eat my last fry, no doubt. Um, all right, Mortgage Right, before we do uh, the last musical uh, topic of the day from Brownie. Mortgage Right can keep things right in tune with your budget. Yeah, look, wow. if you're in need of some quick cash to keep those New Year's resolutions afloat, well, our friends at Mortgage Right, they are the GOAT when it comes to getting your finances back on track. Really simple, ring in the New Year the right way by visiting mortgageright.com slash TNR. So uh, my question is a song that always reminds you of a random event or a random moment of time or a random thing in your life. And I'll give you an example, uh, my example to start with. It may trigger your thoughts. Uh, And this is completely random. But the first time I ever went to the Rose Bowl was when Alabama played Texas in 2010, the 2009 National Championship game. That was a big moment, you know, growing up seeing that stadium on TV and you know, I was just, I was really excited about being there. And we walked down on the field before the game. And when we walked on the field, I will never forget this. The song Down by Jay Sean with Lil Wayne was playing over the stadium. The stadium was playing that song. And it was the first time I ever walked on the Rose Bowl. That is the least Rose Bowl song there is. But for whatever reason, every time after that I heard that song, I would think of that moment I stepped on the Rose Bowl turf. Yeah, I mean, that's the power of music. It really is. And another one, I don't know if... Lance Dunaway will get this. I think Rockstar will. Chris Brown's Forever. Do you know that song? I do not. No. It is the song that was the song in the office wedding when uh, oh, Jim and Taylor choreographed. they do the choreograph thing. And I never again heard that song without thinking about that scene. Yeah, I mean, I've got a few. Um, Tiny Dancer, Almost Famous. Great you know, scene. When yeah, they that. picked Russell Hammond up from the random place. I think they were in Topeka. I just forget. The, I'm just telling the singer. You forgot the singer. But, you know, that kind well, of Tiny Dancer plays a lot. You know, Tiny Dancer to a lot of really? non-Elton John fans. Yeah. And that was just such an iconic scene in film. So anytime I hear Tiny Dancer, as much as I like Elton John, I still think about that bus scene. You remember Phoebe thought it was Homie Closer, Tony Danza? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never leave your pizza burning. This is really random. So Christmas and Hollis, I've heard that song for decades and decades and decades, and especially around the holidays. But guy we used to work with, John Phillips, who sold up at Jocks. You guys remember I remember John, John yeah. Phillips, yeah. We, I, I had just gotten off the air or whatever, and he had gone to a lunch at Sammy's, which was right down the street, the strip club. <laughs> Makes Great perfect sandwich. sense. Yeah. Yes. And he was like, man, he was like, you know, everybody was dressed up as Santa, all the dancers today. And he was like, the first song they came out to was Christmas and Hollis. So every time I hear Christmas <laughs> and Hollis, all I can imagine is these strippers <laughs> and Sam. He's like on a random Tuesday, yeah, just getting after it on, yeah. on the stage. Oh, that is funny. I think of car wash when I think of him because he had a client that was, I think, car wash headquarters or something like that. Do you remember them? Oh, yeah. And Herb, he would always get Herb to do road shows out there. And John would always want to start the show with the song at the car wash. At the car wash. Oh, I didn't And he would always come in. Did Herb get pissed? No, Herb was on board with it. But he would always come. He would always, yeah, that song right there. 
So I was producing Herman <laughs> Ben, and there was a guy named George Rivers. I don't know if y'all remember George. Oh, yeah, yeah he was George? our producer for a yeah. while. Ran the board, and John Phillips would always come in and go, Hey, George, uh, do you have the car wash song ready to go? And it's, I've got it, I've got it. And they planned to start every time I was at that place. They would come in right before they, do you have the car wash song ready to go? Uh, the car wash There's song. so many with sports, too. Uh, DJ Khaled, uh, All I Do Is Win. I mean, do you not think about 2010? I yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. To they, this day. They played that, no joke, after Dunaway and I were waiting in the tunnel to go out on the field to do postgame for Georgia, Alabama. And they played that again. That song is still being played. Interesting. Yeah, did but I play always it? think did, of Auburn Did they play it or were they just singing it? Well, the they Georgia... were singing it, but I assume they were playing it. I no, I think the Georgia, these were the parents and wives of, of the, the coaches, coaches yeah. waiting in the tunnel to go Maybe out on the field. Maybe they were just singing it, but I always think of 2010 Auburn. When, when, when you hear Sister Sledge, uh, We Are Family. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates. Yep. 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 So there's there's a lot of songs that, that resonate with you well, with, one, with sports as well. One for me was Black Keys, Gold on the Ceiling. Um, that was the 2011 national championship yep. game. Um, it was at the Superdome. When I hear that song, gold. I think about the story that you guys tell. I wasn't even at that game, but I think about that. Yeah, gold yeah, on the ceiling. Don't said, Brownie, there's gold on this ceiling. I, I've got three. Uh, I've told the story many times. 38 Special, caught up in you uh, down at Little Panama Panama City, right? Miracle Strip, riding yeah. that... Uh, uh, tiring, not with Tiring Inferno, it was something Inferno where it was... Disco. Yeah, it was a tunnel of love, one of those circle things. Boom, 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 with Babby Hocutt. A Love on a One-Way Street, my senior prom. I had a crush on Shannon Hines. That song was playing, and I asked her to dance, and she said no. Well, it literally, it was a one-way street. Stacey Lattisaw. I found wow. love on a one-way street. What scarred you more, that or Jaws? Uh, Jaws. <laughs> Jaws. I, I still can't go in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Dip my toes in the other. Uh, and then my first time ever in a strip club was uh, the the first uh, time I ever got enough guts to tip was Tina Turner. What's love got to do with it? Was the song playing? I can't remember oh who the dancer God, was. How long ago was that? <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, they still the play that to this day. I'm at, you know, <laughs> quarter in. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, just uh, admission here. I've crept up to the stage with a couple of you know a little currency before. I'm going to assume that Brown and, and Rocky have not. I would be I correct. But if if you've ever been to one of these, there's always like a little bit of conversation between. Oh, I wonder yeah. how awkward your conversation was the first time you walked up. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> You're pretty like my mom. Where do, where, I, put where do I put this? Yeah. <laughs> where do I put this? No, no, no. Uh, sadly, sadly, I think uh, the guy I was with convinced me to fold it up into a very small bill. Don't let her know it's a one. And you, and you, you, right you put it in your mouth? <laughs> and you know Dunaway put his phone number on there, right? Oh, no, just in case no, we should no. look down I mean, those dollars. phones in the 80s? <laughs> uh, can you call me at this number and I'll be waiting for the my phone My mom number. answers just tell her. She'll know what it means. <laughs> yeah. Did you do one, Roxanne? No, you didn't. Mine wasn't very random. There's a song by the Red Hot Chili Peppers called My Friends. And it's the first time I was ever, it was in the beginning of eighth grade, asked to be in a band because I was always singing that at class, at speech class. And a friend of mine asked me to be, hey, we're starting a band. Will you play this song? And I went to the principal, I don't know why, and asked, hey, there's a gymnastics thing going to happen. And they, got, they always take forever to move the mats. Can we do a song while the gymnastic girls are moving the mats in front of the whole school? I'd never even sung before. And so we decided we're going to do My Friends by Red Hot Chili Peppers. And we had this little rehearsal space. And when you're in eighth grade, you rehearse. We probably rehearsed that song a thousand times. And it was still sounded like ass. But every time that song, I don't hear it that often, but that thing, it reminds me of being that little hot-ass little shed we practiced in nonstop. I didn't have a mic stand, so we used a cymbal stand. We duct taped a Radio Shack mic on top of it. And just going over that song nonstop and playing it in front of the, what, 700 students at Pizzitz Middle School. 
That's a good memory. Then. And I wore a Superman T-shirt. Still have the T-shirt. You still do. I, yeah. Is it the Does one it you wear it? occasionally? Oh, it was huge on me back then. That's when you tuck it. You wore the braided belt. You tuck it in and you, you flared out. We set that photo out before, right? Yeah. So that was the first time I ever sang in front of anybody besides myself. Yeah. And uh, that was my memory. The, <laughs> this is so random. I just thought of this when you said it because it's back in school. We used to go. Uh, I was. Uh, my girlfriend was this girl named Susie Hobson, and she hosted. This one I was in sixth grade. She hosted the makeout parties, right? Oh, that's Susie. Yeah, that's Susie. Never and attended a makeout party. And we would play. We would uh, make out to White Lion. Uh, what was the name of that song? A little child. It was cry, uh, something about crying. Uh, when, the, uh, when the children when cry. When the children cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a sad song to make little out to. Child. I feel sorry for the old man up, up, upstairs in his know, recliner. He's banging on the floor. Trying to watch Magnum PI. <laughs> <laughs> Monday night baseball. <laughs> Hold it down down there. All right. That is the mystery fifth hour always brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Right. Yeah. No better way to kick off the new year by getting your finances in order. And our friends at Mortgage Right can help you beef up your bank account with ease. Get that cash out refi today. Visit MortgageRight.com slash TNR to make the most of this opportunity today. All right. Remember to like and subscribe to all of our next round podcasts.